Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! All right, let's start with the uh, the big picture first, then a little stuff next. The big picture is, you know, Houston, I thought it needed a Sandy Koufax-type performance. And we all know going into the game that Javier was not, Christian Javier was not Sandy Koufax. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, a tremendous six innings, uh, you know, of no-hit baseball. And essentially got two big outs with guys on second base early in the game when the Phillies, you know, uh, the game was scoreless. And he got huge outs there, which was very, very significant for him. And, you know, Know, pitched a great game. Broken open up in the top of the fifth inning. I don't blame Dusty after 90-something pitches taking him out. Uh, you might need him down the road here for a game seven in relief. Uh, so, listen, he took him out after seven innings at Yankee Stadium in June when he had the no-hitter going. So, I don't know. He maybe took him out last week against the uh, Yankees at Yankee Stadium after five and a third. So, you're not going to hear me quibble despite the 5 nothing lead. Uh, you know, uh, I understand that the series is more important than the no-hitter, and you also so discussing here in a situation where, you know, you might need him. And so why push the envelope for history when you may need him to fill in for McCullers on Sunday night if there is a seventh game? So I, I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. Uh, I do think it's an early hook uh, for Nola. And I understand why Rob Thompson did it with uh, Alvarez up there, the lefty. But I do think it's a bit of an early hook. And the reason why I say that is when you put Alvaro, uh, Alvarado in the game, the best you're going to get out of it is one nothing, and you trail. That's the best you're getting out of it. You're not putting him in the game to preserve 0-0. You're putting him in the game not to make sure that the Astros blow the game open, and that makes it tricky because no matter what he does, if you're a Phillies fan, you have to expect him to give up a run. Now, as it turns out, he gave up five, you know, three unherited runners, and away we go, hit by pitches, doubles, and singles, and well, I sacrifice flies. I, I, I get it, uh, but and I know Thompson's acted uh, and managed aggressively so I'm not going to sit there and, you know, go crazy about it. But when you take him out, and he made really just a couple of pitches. You know, Altuve got a hit and Pena with two strikes should never have bunted. And he should learn how to bunt anyway. But he got the base hit in the left with the base juice. The other one was that little infield single by McCormick. You can't go crazy there. And the bottom line is, is the, you know, uh, if you bring Alvarado in and he gives up a run or two, which is the best you can expect, and you don't win, well, then, you you, you know, you, you, he throws 20-something pitches. And it, and it costs you some effectiveness later on in the series. That's the only thing I would say about that. Plus, you know, I know you're putting him in against Alvarez. Nola's been a very, very good pitcher. They haven't scored yet. Maybe you leave Nola in there and Alvarez hits a sack fly. Then he gives up a grand slam. People are going to scream, where's Alvarado? So he's in a tricky spot. I probably would have left him in. I do understand it. I just think that you're putting a reliever there in an impossible situation. But again, they wouldn't have won anyway, not with the way Javier pitched and not the way the relievers pitched. And the Astros, of course, showed a lot of guts is what they do. Big hit by Bregman, who's had a great postseason, the double down a right field line. Gurriel's had a very good postseason. Bad. He had a bad regular year, and then he gets the base hit. And, of course, uh, they blow the game open. You could have turned your uh, television off and gone from there, unless you're wrapped up in this silly notion of no hitters, which we're going to get to here momentarily. But that's a, you know, listen, an excellent job by the Astros, who over the last, you know, period of time have shown a lot of moxie 
of winning road games in postseason play. I mean, that's just all there is to it. I mean, they won a couple of road games at Yankee Stadium in 19. They won three road games in Washington in the World Series in 19, down 2-0 when they got to uh, uh, Nationals Park in Game 3. Obviously, Game 3 in Seattle this year. Obviously, Games 3 and 4 at Yankee Stadium this year. I mean, this is a team. won a game in Fenway Park in 18. I mean, they won a game in Cleveland in 18. Uh, this is a team. They won two games in Dodger Stadium in 17, games two and seven. I mean, this is a team, this crew, and I'm going to include, of course, Altuve, Gurriel, uh, Bregman, Verlander. I mean, this crew has won a lot of big games on the road. I wondered if, in fact, the stadium's karma, how that, how they would react to it uh, and how they would, uh, you know, listen, because this stadium has been phenomenal. A lot of momentum, a lot of juice, and they needed not to fall behind last night, and they made sure they did not, and Javier had a lot to do with that early in the game specifically. And then, of course, they broke the game open, and once they did that, you figured the game was over. Now, as far as the no-hitter is concerned, I am not wrapped up in these no-hitters. These, I, I listen, great job, all right? The, the fourth pitchers didn't give up a hit, and, you know, Jim Presley, and, you know, and uh, and Montoro and, you know, and uh, Abreu and all these guys, and they can go tell their grandkids that you were part of a World Series no-hitter. I'm not telling my grandkids that. You want to go tell your grandkids that? Go ahead. Kumbaya. Go have fun and go tell them, hey, look at this. I pitched the eighth inning of a no-hitter in Philadelphia with a 5 nothing lead. Nobody in America cares. And I went to bed in the game in the bottom of the ninth inning. That's how, that's how little I cared about a no-hitter. Nobody in America cares. I mean, the writers might go wax poetic about it. They got to write something after the game, and that's the big feature. Well, look at this. We saw a World Series no-hitter. But the idea that you are comparing this or anybody dare compare this to Lawson in game five, what he did in game, uh, I think it was game five of the 56 World Series or holiday against Cincinnati in game one, uh, whatever the year was, a 10, whatever year that was, that's a disgrace. Don't come near me on that. That's nonsense. I don't want to hear a word. I could care less about any no-hitters. And Joe Davis is, for the most part, had a pretty good postseason. The swing for your swing for your life, the call on Harper's homer, uh, which knocked out San Diego in the eighth inning, was a good call. But he was way over the top last night. Eighth inning, line drive to right by Segura, the Tucker court. You would have thought that this was a perfect game in, in play in the World Series. Joe. Take it easy, all right? Uh, uh, relax. I mean, the, I could care less about no that And there is not a fan in America, I promise you, any baseball fan who, who knows anything about the history of the sport, a 15-year-old to an 80-year-old, nobody, nobody, women, man, I don't care, nobody cares about some dopey group effort. And I don't blame Dusty for taking Javier out of the game. I'm okay with it. I mean, because of the fact that, you know, he, you know, if this was uh, a game seven where he's not going to pitch again, that's maybe a little different. Uh, but I, I'm all right with it because you might need him to bookend McCullers on Sunday night. So I, I understand. I don't want to pick on Dusty there. I have a lot to pick on with Dusty about, not that. That I don't want to pick on, pick on him about. But this has nothing to do with history. The fact that three, and the Astros, it's amazing. They're, they're a masters of these group no-hitters. They did it at Yankee Stadium uh, twice, and now they've done it in the World Series. But it, it, unless you are a grandson 50 years from now or a, a, a cousin of one of these four pitchers or, or, or a, a next-door neighbor, nobody, nobody cares. That's, I'm sorry. N nobody's that wrapped up in it. So I want to make sure we get that 
on the table here. Now, as far as the bigger picture, and that's where we are with the World Series, um, I think that Valdez is winning game six. I, I think he's winning that game. So, I mean, I, I don't care. So my point is, if the Phillies lose tonight and they do not have the matchup in their favor, they're not winning. The, they're they're going to be done in game six. I don't care about Wheeler. Valdez is great. He's good in that ballpark. He's pitched superbly for this franchise in big spots in this postseason the last couple of years. He won game two and he had to have it. Uh, he beat the Yankees. I mean, I, I, you know, he beat the Red Sox last year in sale in game five at 2-2 at Fenway. Uh, this guy is a big-time pitcher, and he's going to deliver the goods on Saturday night. So if Philadelphia thinks they're going to win a World Series, they got to win tonight. And this is a hard game. Sooner or later, Verlander's going to go out there and give you a good performance. Sooner or later, he's going to go out there and he's going to win a World Series game and lower that ERA, which is now over six in what, six or seven World Series starts. He has been, he's been weird with Verlander. He's been excellent in the postseason and he's been awful in the World Series, which is odd. You know, he's been very good in postseason series. He's been excellent, but he can't get it. He can't get out of his own way in the World Series, whether it's Sandoval hitting three home runs, the Dodgers in 17, whatever it is, he stinks in a World Series. And he is due to go out there and pitch a big game. He is due to go out there and pitch a big game. So maybe tonight's the game. And I'm also, if I was a Philly fan, be a little concerned. Sometimes when you get no hit on this stage or any stage, you know, there's a little, you know, wear off effect of next game where, you know, it takes you a while to get your head spun on right because you're sort of in a bad way. There's, you know, it takes you four innings to wake up. God, we haven't gotten hit in 16 innings. It sometimes that is a little disconcerting. So I'd be a little worried about that if I was a Phillies fan. So uh, the fact that you know a no hitter is one thing for one night, but you don't want it to creep into the next night because if it creeps into tonight, they're done. And I don't think myself as a sports fan, I don't think they're going into Houston to win two games. I think everybody would basically say the same thing. I know I've seen it happen, so it's not like it's impossible. I mean, I've, you know, I, I have seen comes down. I have seen teams win two on the road down three, two. I mean, I've read about teams who have done that. I mean, the 58 Yankees went to Milwaukee down three, two, and they won two games. So uh, I have seen it happen, and I've read about it, and all about the history of the sport where teams have been able to pull this off. I mean, I saw the Royals do it in 85 in Toronto. So, I mean, but I saw the uh, Pirates, I saw the Braves do it to Pittsburgh in 90, in 91 in the NLCS. I've seen it. I've, I've seen it happen in the World Series. I got to think of some World Series. But, uh, you know, I've seen this happen. But if you're a Philly fan, you would not want to be in. You're not as good as this team anyway, nor do you have as good pitching. And to go to Houston, need in two games, that's asking too much to me as a sports fan. So from that span standpoint, I would be very, very con- – Phillies have to win a game tonight. And this is a tricky spot. You know, Syndergaard is going to give you two or three innings. Uh, I think that they get him out of there first. No, I'd leave him in as long as I could, as long as I was, you know, he's pitching well. I wouldn't take him out before it gets into trouble. I would take him out when I see trouble looming. And that's, say, a couple of guys on base uh, because I got to get a hit. I got to get some innings out of him tonight. Now, that's asking a lot because he has done nothing all year. But, I mean, he has pitched in World Series games before with some effectiveness. So, you know, I'd roll them as long as I could. Uh, and I would, you know, as I don't want to use my bullpen too much tonight, and I've also used Alvarado 20-something pitches last night. How long I can get out of him tonight, I don't know. Plus, Eflin pitched last night. Plus, Robertson pitched last night. So, I mean, you got to keep that in mind here. Uh, we shall see how the uh, Phillies handle it. But the big picture of tonight is, is the Phillies have to win the game. You know, the Astros had to win last night. They respond. 
The Phillies have to win tonight. That's all there is to it. Uh, if the Astros don't win last night, they may not get out of Philadelphia alive. Well, now the Phillies don't win tonight. They're going to be, uh, I think they're going to be home Sunday morning having lost in six games. So this is a must get, must for Philadelphia tonight in a game six. I can care less about the no-no. It means absolutely nothing to the baseball fan. And obviously, we're in a situation right now where you have to give Javier a lot of credit. And Houston's got a lot of moxie. And Houston's offense isn't that great. They don't have a great offensive team. Uh, but they, you know, we all know what they can do as far as their pitching is concerned. And they have some resourcefulness offensively. Altuve's dangerous. We all know that. Bregman's had a great postseason. Alvarez is Alvarez. I mean, they have, you know, they have danger spots. Gurriel's playing well again, but you can pitch to him. You know, Diaz is terrible. The catcher doesn't hit a lot. And McCormick doesn't hit a lot. You can pitch to him from that perspective. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.